You're listening to Your High Self Podcast, episode 27, my 2020 intentions, goals, and mission, plus a 2019 reflection. Hey guys, welcome back to the show and happy Monday, happy 2020 Monday, first Monday of the new year. I'm usually not super into new year stuff, but for some reason, there is like a magical feeling about this year. So I'm hoping that that brings me some magic. Anyhow, um, today's podcast episode is inspired by that. So one of the things I love doing is learning from other people. I love reading autobiographies. Um, One of my favorite authors is Ryan Holiday, and his books are just filled with learning lessons from people of the past. And I learn best that way. So in case you are a learner like me, I wanted to bring you an episode today reflecting on my 2019 learning lessons and then what uh, just a little behind the scenes um, with what I plan to achieve in 2020 as an entrepreneur. I don't ever really talk about my business. And so I don't know, it kind of felt exciting to talk about it. So let's get into it. If you are new to me, my name is Shanae. I am a retired WBFF Bikini Pro. And in this show, I share holistic solutions for your nutrition, fitness, and mindset for your journey towards your highest self. And that journey towards your highest self means learning who you are at your core, being able to fully express yourself often. Authentically, <laughs> I just made that word up. Authentically, oh my god, I can't say it. Anyways, being able to fully express yourself, being able to be like who you truly are, being authentic, not holding yourself back. And as I have been um, producing this show, it's helped me be more of my highest self. I have definitely found so much of my voice this year and um, allowing myself to be more authentic, which means not just talking about fitness and nutrition, bringing you more content that is in the personal development, self-help arena, becoming your best self, you know, setting your goals, achieving those goals, like all that stuff that I have always wanted to talk about. Um, I, you know, help my clients behind the scenes with this, and I just never shared content like this publicly because it was always like, well, who am I to talk about this? Who am I to share this? And that's what becoming your highest self means. It is taking away that belief and saying, well, who am I not to share this? And I can do what I want. And this is a free country. So I hope that you seeing me um, embrace my highest self and be more authentic and produce content that's more authentic to me and like just so much more of an expression of who I am. I hope that gives you the courage and also like the permission to do that for yourself. So anyhow, uh, before we get into today's episode, I do have an announcement. So our January masterclass and, you know, workshops Um, As you guys know, I started doing these in November and December's masterclass was a hit. So January's masterclass is a core values workshop. Um, So I'm inviting you to that. It's going to be on Friday, January 17th. So I'm giving you a big heads up. Put it on your calendar. It's going to be at 5 p.m. PST. It's held online. So you can join from wherever you are in the world. And in this workshop, what we're going to do is we're going to brainstorm your values. We're going to identify why they're important to you and then 
how you can start to align your life with them. So when you walk away from this workshop, you're going to know who more of who you are, what's important to you, and be able to start taking aligned action this year. I truly believe that if you don't know what your values are, you don't know who you are, and you don't know what's important to you, then you aren't going to be taking actions that are in alignment with where you want to go and who you want to be. Next week's podcast is about core values, but I wanted to tell you about this workshop just way in advance. So you put it on your calendar and you go. <laughs> All right, so let's get into today's episode. First, I want to tell you what my learning lessons are. So I have two learning lessons. I have two reflections. And then for 2020, I'm going to tell you what my word of the year is, what my goals are, and then what my mission is. Okay? Exciting. So let's get into it. So first off, the learning lessons. The two learning lessons that I learned this year um, were no one knows what's best for you but you. And next to this, I highlighted, be your own guru. I don't know how many of you aligned with or have a um, cultural background of, of being Asian, but I'm half Japanese, half Mexican. And one thing that I learned this year was that I have a tendency to think that other people know what's best for me. And partly due to how I was raised, right? And like my stepmom was super strict. I couldn't do anything unless she told me I could do it. And I think so much of that is actually like ingrained in like my DNA and who I am. And if you also come from an Asian descent or even a Mexican descent, I think that you also culturally have that within you. And so when I started to just do some more work around this belief and start to really think about like, do I want to do this because I want to do it or am I doing it because I think I should or am I asking this person for advice because I don't trust myself and I think they know what's best for me and it was a resounding yes like I was really kind of locked into that pattern and so when I this is a work in progress but it was a big learning lesson that I know what's best for me I can be my own guru I can tear up the map and make my own path second learning lesson was it's okay to take time off which is so huge so big um the old adage you have to work hard to be successful was driving me to a place of burnout and it was like this pattern of work 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 hustle 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 burnout like work 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 hustle 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 burnout and then that cycle would repeat. And so I have been this year on a journey of having a consistent workflow, like not overworking myself to the point where I need to take a step back completely, like I have been, and um, just being in the flow and being ease and happy. And again, I think this ties back to, or I know it ties back to my cultural background of being of um, Japanese descent because I was doing research and apparently in Japan there is a high death rate, I forget what they call it, but a high death rate of people who died due to overstress from work. So it is something that I naturally just have a tendency to go towards. It's like my natural way of living, but I don't want to live that way. Like I created a business so that honestly, the reason why I started my coaching business partly was to help people. I've had been a personal trainer before this, um, but 
the big driver was because I want to be a mom. I can't wait to be a mother and I want to be able to work from home. I want to be able to spend as much time with my baby as I want and like not have to go into an office or not have to go into the gym to make money. And so being able to work from home was the perfect kind of creation for that. Um, but when I looked back on my year, I was like, there is no way I could have a baby with the work schedule I have. So like January to June of this year, I was just nonstop working. I had very little time off. It was back to back. I would just do that pattern. And so I had to take a really hard look at my calendar and my schedule and be like, is this the life that I want? Um, and could I like realistically have a baby with this type of schedule? And it's a no, I had no freedom. And I was putting myself in the position to not have freedom because I didn't think it was okay to take time off. I thought I had to work hard, hustle, grind out content every single day, every single week in order to be successful. And it's just not the case. So after I got married actually in March and like that summer, I started to pull away from social media a little bit more. Like I made less mini lessons on Instagram. I just created less content in general. And lo and behold, (laughs) my business business didn't go away. I still made the same amount of money. Some months I made more money. Um, and it was like a, just a kind of a big wake up call to be like, okay, when I take time off and I take care of myself, I can actually take better care of my clients. I can actually create content that's way more meaningful. Um, so that was one of my big learning lessons. And then to go along with that, I also realized I had been putting so much of my self-worth into my work. And I know a lot of you can identify with that. Like when you are not working, when you're not doing something, you feel kind of useless and you're like, well, which I should be doing something. I'm, I'm lazy if my calendar is not packed. So um, changing that belief and changing that story and like changing my emotional attachment to it has been huge. So now my two reflections. One was I realized I subtracted so much from my life this year, which is really funny because my word for 2019 was focus. I wanted to pick a few things and focus on them really well. And when I was first doing this reflection, I was like, oh, I didn't really focus that well. (laughs) Like I felt like I was all over the place. But in reality, I had to subtract so much from my life to be able to find those things I wanted to focus on. So in the very beginning of the year, I could not even fathom what to focus on because I had so many things going on. So a couple of things that I subtracted from my life were like clients that just weren't in alignment and weren't working. I parted ways with different programs. I let go of values that weren't serving me. One of those values was excellence. Um, I released patterns and habits that were not bringing me towards my highest self. And some of those patterns were overthinking, asking for advice, overworking, overconsuming social media, that excellence value I talked about, and then people-pleasing. Um, I found myself people-pleasing in so many different areas, all the way to undercharging for my services. I would give like a discount when someone's program would end hoping that they would continue to sign on with me. And that's what led me to being overworked and burnt out because I had way too many clients and I was not serving from a place of abundance. I was really serving from a place of scarcity. It's it's so hard to share this, but I, I really hope that me just being honest with you guys helps you tap into 
maybe some truths that you're not allowing yourself to see or feel so that you can um, just overcome this. Okay. The second reflection was I discovered and allowed myself to be more of who I am this year, which I'm so, so grateful and happy for. And let me tell you, it wasn't easy. Like I said, this was a really hard year for me. If you listen to last week's episode, I talked about um, why am I having a brain fart on what I talked about last week. But anyhow, um, oh, I talked about the skills that you need in order to live a life that's worth living, how to create a life that's worth living. And discovering more of myself and allowing myself to be more of who I am was definitely a big part of that. And that was centered around having more unconditional self-love for myself. So I changed a lot of stories about myself this year, which I'm super, super happy about. One of those was I always would tell myself I hate traveling. I'm just not a person who likes to travel. But in reality, I said I hated traveling because I couldn't ever afford it. I'd always been like paycheck to paycheck, super broke, you guys. Like I paid my way through college, working three jobs. After college, I became a personal trainer. Like you don't make a lot of money as a personal trainer. And it was just a struggle and I could never afford to go anywhere. And so I created a story that I said, I don't like traveling anyways. I traveled my whole life. I moved every three years because my dad was in the military and this year, I traveled so much because, one, I'm um, in so much of a better place financially. And I changed that story and I realized, wow, like, I love traveling. <laughs> I went to Australia. I went to L.A. a couple times. I went on a retreat. I went on two different business conferences. Like, I went to the Bliss Project in March. and went to Rise Business in November. I went on so many more trips. And when you travel like that, like, even though... Well, my trip to Australia was international, but even those like smaller trips, you learn more about who you are and you step outside of your comfort zone. So I had a really great time doing that. Um, this year, I also invested so much more money into myself with masterminds and retreats and conferences, like I said. Um, my husband always thinks I'm crazy, um, but that's why I have my own job. But I, I did. I, I really did invest so much more and it's been so worth it and I always encourage my clients to invest when there is in retreats or like courses or books. Um, I think that there, there's, it's going to sound weird, but I don't think that there is a limit on how much you can spend on your personal growth and your self-development. Of course, be smart about like your investments, but I don't think that there's a limit or a cap. I don't think that anything is too much. Um, and yeah, I'm so happy I discovered more of who I am. This podcast has allowed me to discover more of who I am and just share more of my voice. And um, like I said, I love personal development, you guys. Like, I love helping you see your blind spots. I love helping you become more of who you are. And I don't think that I would have allowed myself to create more of this type of content if it weren't for launching a podcast. So thank you to my listeners who are hanging out with me every single week. I appreciate it. This is an investment of your time and I could not be more grateful. And I hope that these episodes um, really give back to you. All right, so moving on, we're going to go into 2020 now. So every year, I pick a word um, that 
kind of gives me a theme for what I want my year to look like. So instead of picking resolutions, I pick words and the words are kind of like your intention. Um, so 2019, my intention of the year was focused, like I said, for 2020, um, I'm still thinking of my word. <laughs> I haven't narrowed it down to one yet, but I have a few. So I'm just going to tell you what my few are. And then when I figure it out, I'll let you know. So one of those words is joy. And when I say joy, I mean like having the intention of doing what brings me joy. So asking myself, does this make me happy? Does this make me feel good? Do I want to do this? Infusing joy into my day-to-day Um, not just doing things for the sake of doing things, but doing it because I really want to and I love it, bringing joy into my relationship with my husband, with my dogs and my cat and and, um, with my extended family. Another word I have is alignment. I am looking for more alignment. I want to be in more alignment and I want to give myself permission to be in alignment. So joy and alignment kind of go together because alignment is the intention of doing what's um, in line with your highest self. So kind of the way I look at it is that we have a soul contract, right? We come into this earth Um, as a soul and we have an agreement and a contract on what we are meant to do in this lifetime and so being very intentional and asking myself am I in alignment with my highest self am I in alignment with my soul's contract Um, and if it's not pivot move away from it right we talked about being adaptable um, in episode number 26 like just being adaptable pivoting not getting emotionally attached um adapting to positive and negative situations. So that's two of my words. Um, I would love to know what your word is. So if you are listening, take a screenshot, post it up on your story right now and tag me and let me know what your word is. We talked about the word and the masterclass that I hosted in December for 2020 goals and intentions. And I loved some of the words that the girls in there brought up. Now my goals. Okay. So my goals are going to sound weird because they are kind of vague, but I'm going to kind of talk you through it. So my first goal for 2020 and my main priority is to lead with integrity. So what that means for me is to be an example of true leadership for my clients and my community. So I want to make sure that being offline, um, what I preach online. So what does that mean? Online, I preach about self-love, self-care, being your highest self, letting go of patterns and habits that don't serve you, um, embracing the negative, loving yourself. And I preach all of that. And I want to make sure that I'm also being that offline. So I don't want to be a person that posts motivational quotes and then is, and then is lazy at home, you know, like that's not what I'm about. So I don't want to just preach self-love if I'm not living a life of love. And I know this is an area where I have so much room for improvement because I know that I still am hard on myself on some things. I know that I still put so much pressure and expectations on myself for certain things. And I learned that at my retreat last year when I was doing breath work. So this year is all about leading with integrity for me, which mostly means being more in tune with who I am and putting more attention and focus in my offline life rather than my online life. So I'm not sure how this is going to work out completely yet, but you might see a difference in my social media this year. I may be stepping away from Instagram. Um, 
and putting more of my educational content here on the podcast and on my website under my blog. Um, Instagram, I think I might be transitioning to being more of like a diary and, and being way more personal rather than putting up like a persona. And I don't try to put up a persona, but when I look at my Instagram, all of it is very educational, right? It's kind of feels a little bit cold and I don't want to be like that. I want to be more warm and opening and more vulnerable. So I'm figuring out how to, um, bridge that gap. Um, but that is one of my goals to just lead more with integrity. My second goal is to step outside of my comfort zone daily. So that is pushing myself beyond the current paradigm I live in. So what this looks like, you guys, it's hard because I have a really big resilience already towards like fear and failure and what I do, but I want to dream bigger. So stepping outside of my comfort zone looks like collaborating more with people. I'll be honest, I'm not great at communicating. I'm great at communicating with you, but when it comes to like sending emails and networking with other people, when it comes to like business stuff or being a speaker at a conference or hosting a seminar or a workshop, like I have so much room for improvement and shout out to my uh, my assistant Elise who handles so much of my email stuff, um, but I want to get better at it. So pushing myself in my comfort zone means for me collaborating with more coaches, different people. Um, I want to go to more seminars and workshops this year, but from a teaching perspective rather than a guest perspective. So I want to host a couple seminars and workshops in person, hosting a retreat. Um, I, I'm going to push myself out of my comfort zone and do that. So collaborating with people to to get into the room and also to make the room myself. Um, again, leading with integrity. If I'm telling you to create opportunities for yourself, I got to create opportunities for myself. And I want opportunities that look like speaking on stage, hosting workshops, leading circles and groups. And um, in life, we don't always get what we want. We have to create what we want. And so if no one's inviting me into a room, I'm going to create my own freaking room. <laughs> and that is stepping outside of my comfort zone. So last but not least, my mission for 2020. I've been doing a lot of soul searching and reflecting on this. And what it's really come down to is my mission is to change the conscious collective of the fitness industry from dieting and hating their body to focusing on our mindset, um, personal development, and self-growth. I want to help shift the conscious collective, which means like how we're thinking as a whole. And when we shift this, when I can, you know, lead this movement of shifting this, what it's going to do, it's going to wake up women all over the world who've been focused on getting into a smaller body to instead pursue your secret dream and make the world a better place. Because I'm telling you, we need you. We need you as a leader, as an author, as an innovator, as a mom, as an executive, as a change maker. I firmly believe that we were all born into this world with a unique gift, a unique talent, a soul contract, like what our potential is made here to do. And that's not going to happen until we shift the conversation, until we stop talking about what's the best workout split to start talking about what is my weakness that I am working on this week, or what is my highest self saying about this, right? 
I want to change the conversation. I want to help you achieve your secret dream. And that's only going to happen when we start to talk about your mindset, your personal development, and your self-growth. So you're going to see a difference in um, the content that I share this year. I'm going full in, both feet, stepping outside of my comfort zone. I don't want to be the competition coach anymore. I don't want to be the fitness girl. I don't want to be just the post-competition coach. I really want to be your transformation coach, like your life coach that's going to get you from where you are now to where you want to be because the world needs you. Yes, that's my mission. And I hope you'll join me in this movement because I for sure can't do this alone. Um, There's no way that I can change the conscious collective by myself. And that's why I'm rallying you in. And so if you want to be part of this movement, if you also believe that you were placed on this worth on this earth with a bigger goal, a bigger dream, like just this potential to achieve something, and you're just not sure what that thing is and you want to learn what it is, reach out to me. Let's work together. Let's uncover the layers. Just take away all the mud so that you can see your clarity and um, just get clarity on what your vision is. So let's wake up everyone. Let's help people stop dieting. Let's help women learn what unconditional self-love is, what sustainable nutrition and fitness is so that they can stop um, joining these six-week challenges to lose weight and start to join seminars and workshops and masterminds and start to lead these type of things so that we can make a difference in the world. So thanks for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) That's my mission, you guys. I'm so happy to have you here with me. Our official hashtag is hashtag your highest self because when we're being our highest selves, we are on that movement and on that mission. Anyhow, thanks for being here. So excited to spend another year with you. If you've been hanging out with me for a long time, I appreciate you. We've been through a lot from my competing days to my non-competing days to being a coach for competing and now being a master life coach. This is really where I am feeling so much more alignment and so much happier. If you'd like to work together in 2020, reach out. The application is below. We'll get on a call and see how I can best serve you and if I can help you. And that's it. I'll see you guys next week. Same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. I love ya. Bye.